Welcome to the AWPT Podcast, a safe space for personal trainers and coaches who want to learn, grow, and feel heard in the fitness industry. Each week, we'll bring you industry-relevant discussions on all things coaching, mindset, and professional development, empowering you with the tools to be a competent and confident coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the AWPT podcast. My name is Tara, and today I am joined by me. (laughs) It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, No, today I thought we would do a solo episode, which is something new for me. This is the first solo episode I've ever done for the AWPT podcast, which is very exciting, nice and out of my comfort zone. I've obviously done um, masterclasses and whatnot before, so I know I can talk (laughs) Um, and can talk for a while uninterrupted hopefully but this is the first time I've done it for the podcast so um, I thought we'd sort of jump in and today I don't know I kind of was inspired to talk about not necessarily myself but I guess just my journey and one of the things that I have been navigating this year which I suppose is this idea of purpose Um, and I don't know, just this whole thing of like, it's actually not that deep. Um, that was my, I don't know if I would say it was my lesson from last year, but it was sort of my motto going into 2023 at the end of last year. Um, I remember going over to my friend's place and me and her, and her housemate sat down and we reflected on 2022, um, all of the lessons that we learned all the things that we achieved, all the things that we did, goals for 2023. And I guess like the, I don't know if the motto is the right word to use or like the number one lesson or the overarching lesson. And for me, all the, the, yeah, the motto going into 2023 was it's not that deep. Um, That came about for a multitude of different reasons. There was definitely, I guess, like relationship stuff that was going on there um, and just navigating dating with this overarching theme of it's not that deep. Um, I also felt like I was having a bit of an existential crisis because um, for those who don't know, my history when it comes to work is I actually studied, well, I didn't study social media, but I studied PR communications and journalism. So I did a Bachelor of Communication majoring in journalism and PR. Um, And so I was working in that field for a while. Um, and whilst I was at uni, I was also doing my cert three and cert four, and I was discovering the gym, um, discovering how much I had a passion for strength training. And then that became a passion for helping other people. Um, and when I first started, it was very much just a side gig alongside uni. Um, and it, it was a great side gig, like, as we all know, doing $90, $100, $80, whatever you charge per hour, is a lot nicer than, you know, $25, $35 an hour for a bartending gig or hospitality or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but this just worked really well around uni hours. You know, I was obviously able to go in before before class and after class and it just worked really well for me. Um, And I cared a lot about my clients. I cared a lot about the work that I did and how I was able to help people. 
Um, and then when I look back on it too, the reason that I, you know, was wanted to go into journalism coming out of high school um, was because I wanted to be an investigative journalist, which came from, again, wanting to help people and thinking, okay, well, what are my skill sets? And at the time, my main skill set was English and communication and writing and, and all of that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be an investigative journalist. I'm going to save the world because I'm going to uncover all of these mysteries. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio as well. So um, I love a good mystery. But I was like, okay, cool. Well, here are the skills that I have. And this is the, the impact that I want to have. What's the best pathway to do that? And so then interestingly with the personal training and the fitness side of the world, it was the exact same journey. It was, okay, I'm so passionate about helping people and now I have these new skills to be able to do that and to be able to make that impact, which was super exciting for me. And so I sort of went between these two different worlds or I did these two different things alongside each other for a really long time. Um, I was, as I said, working in social media management for a couple of years and then lockdown happened and COVID happened and I was basically just not enjoying my social media work in the way that I wanted to. I felt like I was no longer making an impact um, when it came to the work that I was doing and that did not bring me joy. Meanwhile, I was doing some personal training stuff in the park because, as I said, it was lockdown. So we were doing a couple of sessions every now and again in the park. And I was like, oh, my God, if I'm enjoying the first two hours of my day versus more, I should say, than the next, you know, eight <laughs> in my nine to five, like that's really saying something. Um, so... In the end, I quit the social media job and I went full-time with fitness for the first time ever. And that was very, very daunting for me, <laughs> um, but it was very exciting. And I felt really at peace with the idea because I knew that it was in alignment with my values, which were wanting to help people. And so I want to say that was end of 2020, maybe it was 2021. What year are we now? 2023. I think that must have been sometime in 2021. Maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so then when I came to this conclusion, I was like, okay, I'm going to make this work because I'm sure a lot of us have been in this boat before where we're like, okay, cool. I've made this decision. Now what? I don't want to fail because I've just left this really secure job that other people were like happy for me to be doing. Like parents were like, okay, cool. This is nice and conventional, stable income. We love that. And then I went out on my own. So I really didn't want to fail. Um, obviously, as I said, we were in lockdown. So it was an interesting timing for me to be making this leap. But I thought, okay, well, what can I control? And that was when I found AWPT, which is very exciting. I think by that point, I might have done the eight-week course alongside, you know, my Cert 3 and Cert 4 and all of that kind of stuff. So I think I'd found AWPT, but only in the capacity of the eight-week course, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And for anyone who hasn't done it, um, we have a new live round 
starting on the 11th of July. So not this week, but the week after, sorry, the week after that, I should say. Um, which is so exciting because we haven't done a live round for ages. We've been doing the pre-recorded lectures, which have been amazing value, but nothing quite hits the same as having access to Kayla for an hour as she does her thing, talking all things female anatomy, physiology, training, nutrition, all of that good stuff goes over eight weeks. Um, it's our signature course. And anyway, I'm rambling because I love this course so much. Um, but I'd done this before. So I had an understanding of AWPT and I think I had been seeing other people on my socials going through the AWPT mentorship. And so I was like, okay, I've just quit my full-time communications position. I really want to do the best that I can possibly do in my fitness business. I need help. And so that's where the mentorship really fell into place for me. Um, I obviously knew it was a big investment. Um, and so as someone who had just quit their full-time job, I had savings, so I, I wasn't stressed, but it's, it was a large investment to do when you didn't have a huge, you know, stable income anymore. So I think I ended up asking a couple of people who had already done the course. And as I said last week in the podcast with Kayla, I did the discovery call with Kayla as well. And I absolutely loved her vibe. Um, and then I asked a couple of people for a testimonial. I was like, okay, you've just done this course or done this six months of mentorship. What did you think? Do you think it was worth the money? Did you get much value? Like how much did it touch on the business side of things? All of that good stuff. Um, and I heard nothing but glowing reviews, which was not surprising. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I signed up for the mentorship and we did six months of that and it was incredible. Freaking loved it. I learned so much, especially I think the biggest takeaways were in and around programming and exercise selection. Um, that was like invaluable. Obviously, all of those listening who are coaches who have done cert threes and four, that you really don't cover exercise selection at all, I don't think. At least definitely not with the course I did. It was all sort of very, very general and they just expected you to know different examples of exercises. Um, as opposed to actually teaching you anything um, about the exercises that, that are going to hit this particular muscle group the most or how to work, you know, the quad in the shortened range versus the lengthened range. None of that was included in my cert four anyway. Um, but it, we went into such great detail with that in the mentorship, which I loved and made me feel so confident as a coach when it came to my programming. So that was amazing. And then we also touched a lot on business. We had weekly workshops where... Um, you know, all of us would sort of congregate on Zoom and ask each other questions and spitball ideas um, and talk about, you know, client qualms that we were having or, you know, how to navigate a particular situation in business or charging or cancellations and all of that kind of stuff, which was so nice to have a support system like that. And yeah, we all just sort of hyped each other up. A lot of us were at the exact same point of business as I was in. I think if not half of us had literally 
just started or just taken the leap of going full time in our businesses. So we were all very much on a level playing field and all just wanted to see each other succeed, which is such a nice, you know, feeling and place to be. Um, and yeah, I was thriving when it came to business. Obviously, like, yes, I was a bit stressy, <laughs> um, but I had a mixture of in-person, online. Um, I was doing workshops for the first time ever. I was like having conversations with different gyms about running programs for teenagers and running programs for, you know, women and all of this kind of stuff. And I was so, so passionate about it, which felt really nice. Obviously, it led to a certain amount of burnout and that was something that I had to navigate when it came to balancing business and especially I should say as an introvert balancing quite an extroverted job with then everything else that you need to do as an adult and as a human being um, when it comes to social interactions um, managing relationships managing friendships all of that kind of stuff and that was quite tricky for me. Um, I found that like I would get to, when I was in a relationship, I would get to the end of the week and my partner at the time would like want to do things with his friends or with his family and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do any more conversations. I can't have any more small talk or I'll actually rip my hair out. <laughs> um, and that was tricky. That put a cute little strain on the relationship, but I learned to... I guess, manage my time and my energy better so that I could also continue to show up for other people and do things like spending time with my partner or like spending time with family or friends without feeling like it was, you know, draining me. So I did things like midweek breaks, um, I think as coaches and whatnot, we understandably like get wrapped up in sort of other people's time but we forget that we went into it a lot of the time wanting the flexibility and wanting freedom and we can set boundaries around our work hours and our timing. And so one of the things that I did to help combat the burnout and help manage my energy and my time better was doing, I think it was on Wednesdays, so literally midweek, I would coach in the morning and then for half of the day, it was like my soul care day. And especially over summer, it was so nice. I would often just like take myself to the beach or take myself on a little date and just be in my own energy to actually recharge because as an introvert, like that is so incredibly necessary for me. Um, and then it meant that then I wasn't incredibly drained when it came to Saturday and Sunday um, because I'd had this midweek recharge or you know gas tank fill up if you will if you want a metaphor like that um so that really really helped um bit of a tangent there but I suppose where I wanted to go with that was that there are so many different highs and lows when it comes to business and for a while I was on this real high with business it was my number one priority um and then I I don't know if it was because I went through a breakup or if it was just a bit of burnout and exhaustion. I know I've talked about this with, you know, Kayla and, and other people on the podcast before um, in terms of just like highs and troughs when it comes to business, but I definitely fell into a bit of a lull last year. 
Um, and so business was just cruising along as usual, but I felt no real desire to, I guess, charge any further forward. I was happy to just maintain. I was going away to Europe and I was like, okay, cool. Well, there's no point in like building this up massively right before I go away for six weeks. So I definitely fell into a bit of a lull, which brings me to the point of, yeah, it's just not that deep. (laughs) And I think, and this is something that, you know, Kayla and I talked about on the podcast last, was it last week? maybe it was the week before about finding your spark. And as people who get so wrapped up in our work, I think is very, very common for coaches. Um, It's really easy to feel disheartened when you don't feel that massive spark for your work and you don't feel this super drive or ambition and whatnot that you had maybe when you first started or, you know, a couple of months ago or whatever it is. And I think it's very easy to get in your head about it and think, oh my God, something's, you know, not working or maybe I don't love this as much as I thought I did or whatever. And I'm just going to throw in the towel. And I think it's, helpful to remind yourself in those moments that sometimes it's just not that deep. (laughs) Sometimes you're allowed to be tired. Sometimes you're allowed to go through a bit of a maintenance period in your business so that you can focus on other things. And as we spoke about in that episode with Kayla, the spark does come back. Um, But one of the ways that we get it to come back is realigning ourselves with what our true purpose is. And I think this is something we're going to talk about a bit more on the podcast over the next little bit. I know Kayla um, is doing a lot of work at the moment with um, Gene Keys, which is all about, you know, your, your purpose and transcending your purpose and all of this kind of stuff, which is going to be very exciting. I might even see if I can get her to do it with me and record it for the podcast so you can sort of get an idea as to how that works. But um, that was a big question for me over the last mm, eight months, eight to 12 months maybe, was this idea around what is my purpose? Because as I said, I've gone through different phases when it comes to the work that I do in how I feel like I am fulfilling or delivering those, you know, that purpose or that impact. It started off with this idea of journalism and investigative journalism. And then it moved into coaching and fitness. And then towards the end of last year is when I came on board with AWPT and was helping with the podcast. And I'm very, very thankful that I still get to do that. I also do the social media management for AWPT as well as the socials for a couple of different gyms and um, personal trainers and fellow coaches, which is very cool. And for a while, as amazing as those opportunities were, to be able to start doing that again, because I do really enjoy the social media side of things. It was really wigging me out because I felt like I was giving up on my desire or giving up on 
the coaching and giving up on myself, which was really tough to try and navigate and feeling, yeah, like I failed myself or failed when it came to coaching, which is silly because I wasn't not coaching anymore. Um, I was just doing other stuff as well on top of that. And yes, maybe some of that was taking away from the time that I could have been, you know, securing new clients. But it was, yeah, giving me this whole identity crisis of, well, am I a coach? Am I a social media manager? Am I a podcast manager? Am I a journalist? Like, what am I doing with my life? Um, Which kind of went on for a couple of months towards the start of the year. And in the end, again, the lesson was, it's not that deep. (laughs) You don't have to define yourself in one particular way. And also, you don't have to define yourself strictly with a job title. And so the thing that it came down to for me was, again, this idea of purpose. What do I want my impact to be? What do I feel like my purpose is? And for me, when it comes down to it, it's wanting to help people um, and make an impact on their lives for the better. And so then I have to think about, okay, well, what are the different skill sets I have or what are the different ways that I can deliver that? Yes, coaching is one of those modalities when it comes to health and fitness and nutrition and all of that kind of stuff. Yes, I can help people that way. But I also feel like I can help people with this podcast um, and help bring information from really you know, cool people and really well-educated people and deliver really insightful conversations that can make an impact on the lives of the coaches that are listening to it, but also on the lives of their clients. And that feels really, really aligned for me. When it comes to helping other people with their social media, like other personal trainers and coaches, I feel like I can make an impact if the content that we are co-creating is in alignment with, you know, my values and the values of, and of the coaches and we can create some really cool stuff that are then going to help their clients. What's not in alignment for me necessarily is, you know, fashion-based social media management or I got approached the other day to help um, do the socials for like motorcycles and I was like, cool, that's great that's not really in alignment with my values and what I envision my purpose being. Um, Even if the social media skill set is within my wheelhouse and I'm good at it or whatever. So it's coming to this, I guess, amalgamation of different skill sets and small little jobs that it's not the little jobs or the tasks that define what I do. It's the overarching mission of, yeah, wanting to help people. And that's really all it comes down to. It doesn't have to be more deep than that. (laughs) Um, And as I said, I think we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to 
try and pigeonhole ourselves or put ourselves into a box about, yeah, what it is we do versus who we are or the impact that we want to create. And there are so many different ways to define ourselves. And so maybe your job is, you know, who you are and that that can be fine, but it's not the only way to describe who you are or what you do. Um, and so this, I just wanted this to be, I guess, a bit of a short and sweet solo episode if you are going through a bit of an identity crisis or going through a bit of a lull within your business or you're feeling overwhelmed by all of the different ways that you can help people. Um, I know as coaches, there are so many different things that we can be doing, even if we want to go down that route of coaching. There's in-person coaching, there's online coaching, like maybe you want to have a podcast, maybe you need to have a social media presence. And then within your social media presence, it's, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Um, doing webinars, like all of this different stuff, doing workshops, you know, all of these different ways that you can approach your business or um, I guess, yeah, strings to your bow when it comes to this overarching identity of what you do and who you are. It can feel really overwhelming. And I think the way to simplify it is coming back to your purpose, your mission, the impact that you want to have on your clients or on yourself or on the world around you or on, you know, the messaging that's out there in the world when it comes to health and fitness. Whatever it is for you, that is what you need to come back to when you're having this identity crisis. So (laughs) with all that being said, if you are wanting additional support when it comes to, I guess, drawing in all of your different skills or even honing the skills that you already have, like maybe you are the most passionate about programming and, you know, that is what you want to focus on when it comes to your business and that is the impact that you want to have, then... We have a bunch of different uh, courses happening at the moment or being promoted at the moment. So as I've mentioned, our AWPT eight-week course goes live or starts on the 11th of July, which is so, so exciting. So if you haven't done that before, that is definitely where I would recommend starting. That's where most people in our AWPT community started. Um, We also have Kayla is running her conscious coach. Um course or package soon. And I'll have the details for that linked in the description as well. So she is running a bundle at the moment for the conscious coach and the AWPT course, because both of them go live in July. Conscious coach is all about the art of coaching. And it's, it's an amalgamation of, you know, the neuroscience behind coaching and working with people and their belief systems and their habits and all of that kind of stuff so that you can make lasting impact on your clients, which if that is, you know, the impact that you want to be having, then that is an amazing course to do for that. 
We have our FSN course, our female specific nutrition course coming up again live later in the year. So stay tuned for details on that. But once again, so much value in there in terms of learning the tools and the information to change the lives of your female clients when it comes to food, nutrition, hormones, digestion, all of that kind of stuff. There is so, so much information in that 10 week course um, run by our head of nutrition, Amy. So that's coming up later in the year. Um, But Otherwise, there is our infamous six-month mentorship. Um, Kayla is taking applications for that at the moment. So feel free to slide into the AWPT DMs or into Kayla's DMs directly um, if you are interested in applying for the mentorship. I couldn't recommend that enough if you're wanting more one-on-one support or a much smaller container. Um, and that container obviously goes for six months, which is just incredible. Um, and life's life-changing if you ask me. Um, but yes, there's so, so much to do. Otherwise, I hope this podcast also acts as a nice little free resource for you. We've got lots of exciting guests coming up. And if you do have any topics that you would like us to cover, please slide into the AWPT DMs. I'm in there every day, just checking all of that and resharing all of your stories. So if you um, are a coach listening to this and feel like your story is worth telling, I'm sure it is, um, please feel free to reach out and we can bring you on the podcast to tell your story and you can make an impact on the coaches around you by telling your story. Um, alternatively, if you work in a certain field or niche and you have a message that you would like to share with people, um, again, please feel free to DM the AWPT Instagram, which is as always linked in the show notes and we can get you on the potty as well. So that is all for today team. Thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of the AWPT podcast next week. As I said, Kayla will be back on with me and we're going to be chatting a little bit more. I'm hoping, as I said, that I can get her, whether it's next week or later on to have a little talk about gene keys and we can go more into purpose and what that all means. But I'm going to stop rambling without further ado. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat to you next week. Thank you for listening to the AWPT podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and fellow coaches and subscribe for weekly episodes and content.